Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Ultra Hope Girls, a Danganronpa podcast, because you're listening to this after our brief hiatus, which we are now back from. We are so excited to be back. But one thing that we didn't do at the end of our season three is do a wrap-up Q&A, and we have to continue with the tradition. But in two weeks, we will be starting our V3 season, so make sure you tune in for that, because it is going to be wild, you guys. You're not ready for what we have planned So anyway, we're going to be answering your questions. Some of you have left them on Twitter, some on our Patreon Discord, and some from our website from a long time ago. So we're hoping to get to all those today. Just a heads up, we will be spoiling through the entirety of the Danganronpa 3 anime. Yeah, perhaps mild V3 spoilers, but nothing crazy. Yeah. Okay. Good job, guys. We're back. (laughs) All right, so (laughs) without further ado, I'm Maddie, I'm Marin, and I'm Caroline, and we are the Ultra Hope Girls. One, two, welcome to the Danganronpa podcast. You're on the threshold of an amazing episode. Showtime. We are the Ultra Hope Girls. We are the Ultra Hope Girls. Ultra Hope Girls. Oh my god, did I tell you one of my co-workers, one of the other MAs dressed up as Gru for Halloween? Like, she wore her Gru costume to work. That is brilliant. And two other MAs dressed up as minions. What an icon. That is so funny. She had, like, a nose. Like, like a nose that she put on over her mask. (laughs) um we, but that's brilliant my, it's so brilliant Gru is a great halloween costume i was gonna ask the question of if we were the three girls in despicable me whomst would we be i think oh, i already know it's been so long since i've seen that movie i don't even remember who they are Marin's the so older sorry. one with the glasses i actually have not seen any of the despicable me movies <gasps> not even the first fact. one not even despicable me one the first one that is actually a good movie it's actually fantastic yeah we've just planned our next discord night night. that is nice to me the sequels are really bad but the first one is very good julie andrews is in it (gasps) well then we have to watch it exactly thank you um (laughs) hey hey listeners Hey pals. Hey pals. Sorry for this just long (laughs) intro. We're here to answer your cues. And let's start with Elon Musk's favorite platform, the bird site. We have two questions from the bird site. Thank you. Actually, we have three. Okay. The first question is from Ryan the Soda Can, who has been around for a long time. Hello, Ryan. We appreciate you so much. And Ryan asked if we had to pick two or three Danganronpa characters to be permanent roommates with, who would they be? That's a really good question. Hold on, I have to pull, I I need to pull up a list so that I have like access to all the information. Like we're going to be roommates with all three, like four people living in the same room. It's like a new girl situation. (laughs) Right, I think it's more like the same house. Like I would say you all have your own room, but it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be so rough. I was going to say like the, um, college style when they accept too many students and then they can't fit everyone in in the on-campus housing and so they just double they just make everything a bunk bed and then one dorm room becomes a room for four people (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) which should be illegal yeah that's horrible i hate that how many beds can we fit in a room (laughs) probably eight (laughs) i'm ready okay so my roommates would be Sonia Nevermind and Kurumi Tojo because Kurumi Ultimate Maid I hate cleaning and if she loves to do it so much I will let her clean our apartment I'm more than happy to let her clean up um not that I'm super messy I'm happy to help it's not like that kind of thing but you know who likes to clean some people actually do like to clean I'm not in that camp but I will do it Anyway, and she's also quiet. And since I'm a voice actor, it's really important for the people I live with to be aware of, like, it needs to be quiet in the house. Sometimes the air conditioning is going to be off because I can't have that in the background or like, 
So, um, yeah, because of that also, I thought she would be a good roommate. And then Sonia, you know, kind of same reason. I feel like she'd be a really like cordial roommate. She'd be really willing to like chat if there's disagreements. And I also want roommates that I can go out on, on the town with, you know, go grab a beer and hang out, you know, and I feel like Sonia and Karumi both would be really down to like hang also, as well as like be good roommates. So those are my roommates. Yay. Nice. Good answers. So we're picking we're picking three or they said two two to three two to three i picked two because i don't know if i could live with three other people i think that would be too much for me (laughs) okay i actually have my answers um i was thinking along the same line for karumi so she was one of mine uh for the Mm -hmm. exact same reasons genius answer thank you um and then my second person was chiaki nanami um because i think especially in the d3 anime you see like a lot of aspects of her that would make a good roommate where she's quieter kind of like Sonia but at the same time like she can host events you know like the video games night that they have and like all that and I feel like she would make a good a good roommate for for that reason yeah yeah I almost picked Chiaki too I was between like Chiaki and Chihiro and Sonia but then I was like who'd who'd go to the club with me Sonia would go to the club (laughs) I think I have my answer and I think I would pick Chihiro and Sakura actually um I think that they would be super chill to live with I think that they they both seem very like conscientious and disciplined so they'd probably be like you know pretty good at cleaning up after themselves and everything and you know they wouldn't be like throwing wild rager parties all the time and making lots of noise um because I definitely am not about that life (laughs) in case you didn't already know that um, but yeah, I think they'd be like very pleasant to live with. And I also think that we would all just get along really well. And like Chihiro would be like, I, I feel like Chihiro and I would be such good friends, like not going to lie. And then yeah. Sakura and I could be like workout buddies. And I think it'd be, I think it'd be lit. Yeah. What'd you say, Marin? <laughs> or lovers. <laughs> <laughs> or we get married oh right oh my god i forgot we picked chihiro for you yeah. or and soccer wait we picked soccer and then chihiro was soccer. the runner-up that's funny yeah yeah i know i was like it's permanent great. permanent roommates like that did cross my mind too Biakuya? like, like hmm. right, <laughs> what right. Is wedding but being a permanent roommate right i mean that is so true, true. so true that's Bestie, true so true that's <laughs> All right, are we ready for our next cue? Yes. All right, so the next cue from the Bird app is from our dear friend Pantsless Aaron, who asked, who would be your cast for Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc live action movie? And then he said, if it's too long, just do a few. So I'd say, like, let's each pick, like, two actors who we feel strong about who would be in this. I think this would make such a fun episode, too. Oh, my God, Uh, that's a great idea. What if we just to like cast all of these yeah. so yeah. do we want to do that yeah That'd be fun so you're, all not right, gonna so <laughs> you're not gonna hear our answers right now because stay tuned <laughs> that's also Aaron, a that hard is a one. fantastic question thinking and some research i think but that's such a good that's question that's so fun okay aaron well get ready thank you aaron <laughs> you know 10 out of 10 that's a good question all right our last question is from someone named leo who said did the chicken or the egg come first I'm gonna come out of the woodworks here and say egg. Me as well. I'm I'm I, pro I egg. I agree yeah, with that. And I don't think the chicken can come without the egg. And there are other ways to get the 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 chicken the egg from the chicken when the egg. You know when the chicken comes first and then the egg comes second. It's like the opposite of when the egg comes first. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> you got it, Marin. Good job. Well things up. Yes. Well so you heard it here first, people. That's um, that's it. I actually do feel very strongly that the egg came before the chicken, um, from an evolutionary standpoint. Right. Because yeah. there were creatures like you know, fishy creature thingies that would like lay eggs long before chickens ever evolved into chickens. Um, and I think that creatures were coming out of those eggs long before they evolved into what could reasonably be called a chicken yes i remember when i was like a little 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 child who like 
was very in church all the time and did not understand how science and church met in a, in a good way, you know, in an accurate way. And so I just assumed like, oh, the chicken obviously came first because God created the animals. <laughs> it's so pure. It's like such a, like, I was probably like four, you know, and I was like, I was like, obviously the chicken, or I, I don't know, maybe I was a little older than four, but anyway, um, oh, silly. Um, so now we're going to be moving into some questions from our patrons. We asked them in our discord to just let us know what they wanted to hear about uh, during this season three wrap up. And uh, yeah, so before we start, though, we want to just run through the names of everyone who is a patron of our podcast. We have absolutely loved meeting each and every one of our patrons, and they really just bring such a special light into making this podcast that, you know, inspires us to to keep going and, and make more content. So thank you all for being here. Um, we're so, so glad that you are. And um, without further ado, we have Anna, Slayer Century, Ryan, Jay, Grace, James, Chris, Trophy Bender, Beth, Lappy, Silent Sage, Trina, Amanda, Joe, The Ocean Owl, Billy, Hans, Patrick, Haley, Jacob, Victoria, Major S, Aaron, Darren, Hannah, Peter, Tyler, Adam, Sonke, Henry, Sam, and Jonathan. Thank you so much, y'all. We love you so much. Wow. Thank with you every name that goes patrons. by i have like a very distinct memory right. like because we know yeah. you guys it's so fun yeah. like oh i can't believe because i mean we've been doing this for like over t- two years two and a half years actually today two and a half years because you started on may 11th <gasps> oh my gosh that's, that's crazy cool. what okay anyway yes but thank you we love you guys so much yeah all right let's uh get rocking with these questions here all right um, so first question is from Trina uh, and they asked which episode of the anime was our favorite and why I think I would say my favorite episode and I apologize I do not remember what number or what name of the episode this is but it's um it's in the despair arc it's the episode where um Nagito like goes down into the secret layer under that monument and like confronts Izuru like the episode that that happens in because I just love that scene so much where like Nagito and Izuru are like coming face to face and like Izuru fires or not not Izuru like Nagito fires the gun and Izuru like jumps around him and his hair is like flow I just love that scene it's just so good and so that's probably my favorite episode because that scene is just so memorable to me I know I'm okay so my favorite just from memory, because a lot of these bleed together for me, but the one I really remember is I think it's um, the Despair Arc episode four when they're doing the practical exams with the like, and they give the teachers like all a laxative or something like that. or <laughs> And then like the gym blows up and like, not. I think it's very Seiko and Rurika centric, which is part of, I think, why I like it. But yeah, I like I just I like that episode. I also like the um episode where uh Kyoko dies, even though it's sad. It's just like, you know, it's very significant in the yeah. the plot. But yeah, that's probably mine. I have no idea which episode it is as well, because again, they do kind of bleed through. Um, but it's in the future arc. It's the episode where like Munakata and Makoto are kind of like fighting it out or whatever and like you see like the sword swing and like it's right before it cuts out for the episode and like you don't know if Makoto is dead and just like I just feel like the tensions were really high and the mystery of like everyone's bangle action was still pretty under wraps and like oh yeah the future arc for me was like I loved it I really loved it um so that that definitely is probably my favorite episode that nice. definitely is probably definitely is probably episode. your favorite episode yeah love it thank you mm. next question this one is from haji major um it is 
Um, regardless of whether you liked or hated Danganronpa 3 the anime, do you think it would be improved upon by being a visual novel type thing? Like we play as Chiaki and get some backstory and stuff, but the story itself stays the same. I don't think so. I don't think I'd have the patience, and this is just me personally, I don't think I'd have the patience to pay, play through a full visual novel just of that. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, if if we were going to do something like that, I would say I'd almost want it to be a different format of a video game, like maybe like um, like almost 13 Sentinels where you get like sort of like some information at specific times or something like that, you know, just to change it up and if we're you know with characters we've already met before it might be a little interesting but then intermingling characters we haven't met before it would even be neat to have like the different perspectives from different characters like in the in the despair arc like chisa might could be one or chiaki or junko even could be one or whatever um but yeah that's my thought i don't think they could do it in the traditional sense but i think they could do it in maybe a more yeah, more conceptual game, if that makes sense. I think I agree with you, Caroline. I don't think a traditional visual novel would work for this anime just because of um, how much the point of view bounces around. I mean, you know, for an, an anime, it's not like we're seeing through one character's eyes. We're kind of like watching from a third person perspective, but we're following different characters at different times. So there's not like, I mean, like clearly the, I feel like the implication is Makoto's the protagonist of the future arc and Hajime is the protagonist of the despair arc but it's not just following them it's like so much like backstory like the Seiko Rurika backstory and the Junko Mukuro backstory and just all the different things that are going on and what we see of all these different characters I don't know if that would work in visual novel form unless it jumped around points of view between characters a lot and I think that would just be really confusing maddie have you played 13 sentinels no but i've told i've been told that i need to that game gives Please me do. hope that that hope. style hope 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 um just that that style could work for this story, okay you know what i mean okay it does very much have like it's 13 protagonists kind of and, oh wow <laughs> but but it you never are lost in the sauce Real, I mean, you yeah, are, yeah. but it's you're kind like of always lost game. in the sauce. But it's like good, right? It's like but, a but good. You, it. you go right, like like you would. I think you'd really like that game. Okay, yeah, no, I definitely need to check it out. But that's interesting. I will need to play that and see if my opinion changes. Then I agree with you both. I'll keep my answer short. But uh, in Trigger Happy Havoc, there was that like whole chapter five, chapter six thing where you were just reading pamphlets to give you information you know and we had a whole like discussion of was that a good way to do this or not do this being you know create the the game and I feel like if they made d3 into a visual novel they would have had to do that with like so many of the characters backstories kind of like what both of you are touching on um and that was one of our least favorite parts of trigger happy havoc and so I think it would be one of our least favorite parts of this theoretical visual novel the hypothetical yes 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 that's a good yes. question though very good question okay next question is from joe and it is ultra despair girls brought the danganronpa games into a new style of video game if you could move danganronpa into another style of game for example fighting rts or rhythm which style hmm. of game would you choose and why jrpg but it's choose your own adventure kind of more like so it's like like Fire Emblem where, you know, it's like, or maybe not like Fire Emblem, but like more of like your decisions change the plot. So like I, as Makoto, could choose to murder another student or something like that, you know, I make like it a that. little more, yeah, you know, complicated, multiple endings, but actually yeah. multiple endings. But like, that's the ending of this arc. Like it's not meta at all. It's just like, if you choose to play it this way, like life is strange kind of. Where it's like, okay. if you play this way, then it's going to end that way. But if you play this way, it's going to end this way kind of thing. So I I feel like I would do similar, but maybe like more 999 where it is a little bit meta, you know, or like the you can only access certain routes at a time. And then you would learn things in those routes mm. and kind of go back and play through uh, choosing different things. But definitely like 
choose your own adventure slash actions change the ending for sure that's such a good idea I honestly like not gonna lie my opinion might be slightly controversial but I would be so curious to see what the original conception of Danganronpa was going to be like the creepy like horror style game or what it was called it was called distrust yes right was the original name of it and it was like gearing up to be like really like creepy and really really dark I would be interested in seeing like what kind of game Kodaka could create along those lines because I mean it gets dark like especially like ultra despair girls we know he's not afraid to go there you know right and so i i am i'm endlessly curious about what that would look like like danganronpa as a true horror game mm, i would not want to yeah. know what that would look like <laughs> i would watch someone else play it that's what i did with there's Slender a whole Man. spectrum here yeah in middle school would like, you play the game <laughs> i would i would want me and my friend from elementary school we would sit in the dark and watch youtubers play slender man why would you do that to yourself <laughs> i don't know we just wanted the thrill but, but we had each other you know so if we got scared it was like she was there you know and so it was fine but i used to watch my cousin play that game and she Freaky. tried to get me to play it and i couldn't put my hands on the keyboard i was like no i will watch you play it but i will not touch the keyboard like, yeah I like am not- it's because the second you take control it's like you're in the game you're the right person, i know and right? i I could do it when, like, you know, whoever playing is, like, funny and making stupid comments. You know, that's different. It kind of takes you out of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, um, do you ever watch, this is such a long time ago now, but the YouTube video that was, like, making Slenderman, like, not as scary. And they'd, like, turn on the lights or they'd play, like, fun music in the background. They'd be like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And you'd be, like, walking around, like. Uh, or like just imagine Slenderman wants a hug and then like when he shows up it's not as right it's like oh buddy come here <laughs> Slenderman just wants you to help him fix his tie oh Slendy Slendy cool guy <laughs> so sorry please forgive me father for I've said All right, everybody, we're going to take a quick break before getting back to your questions. But if you have a question you want to send us, you can tweet at us at ultra underscore podcast or check out our website, ultrahopegirls.com for all the info you'd ever want to know about us and our podcast. And a great way to help out the podcast is to give us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. This is just a great way to make sure people find what we're doing and all that jazz. And lastly, we do have a Patreon. The lowest tier is just $2 a month, and you get access to a bunch of cool bonus content. So if you are feeling generous and want to support us in that way, you totally can, and we appreciate any support you're able to give. Thanks so much, and we'll see you right after the break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. next question is from Siza and the question is did the anime feel like a satisfying conclusion to the Hope's Peak arc or not I think this is such a good question because it, is. it like begs the question of why did they make another game if it was satisfying right which you'll have to play to find out exactly <laughs> I mean I think it was like a hot take or maybe this is not a hot take at all I don't know (laughs) I think that it was a satisfying end I mean they really like wrapped up every loose end in a nice little bow and in some ways it felt almost too perfect I'm a fan of a little bit of angst I'm a fan of you know stories that are honest and realistic not in the sense of like you know oh it needs to be able to happen in real life but realistic in terms of like 
yes that's probably how those characters would react to that or yeah that's probably how things could work out but like so when something works out everything works out too perfectly and it's like happy ending for everyone yay I'm like I always feel a little bit cheated in a way like I'm just like okay but it was almost too perfect and so I personally am a fan that they came out with another game um, because I felt like yes everything was perfectly wrapped up but I didn't want I wasn't ready to say goodbye to Danganronpa and call it the end of things at the end of that I definitely agree I was happy with the way that it well okay I think that if Kyoko had stayed dead I would have been 100% happy like I mean I would have been sad obviously it's Kyoko and we love her but that to me was the only part where it felt too nice to the watchers the players um yeah, because Danganronpa does not have a habit of being nice to the watchers. Right. And so that was kind of like, whoa, really? Like, not only do we get to see the entire cast recover, but we also get to recover, like, the dead. Like, it, it didn't feel it didn't feel like it had the same energy as the prior two games that made us, like, really fall in love uh, with the series. And so, yeah, that, I think, if that had changed it would have been very satisfying. Um, But like Maddie said, like, I love these games, so I'm happy they made another one. Um, And we'll discuss our feelings more. Season four. (laughs) Season four. So my answer to the posed question. So when I'm thinking of this, I'm thinking like, okay, the end of DR2. There is a beauty in that ending for me. And I don't know if I loved that it was elaborated on. I mean, I like parts of it and I'm with you with the whole Kyoko thing. I kind of wish she had just stayed dead as much as I love her because I think it would have been more realistic. (laughs) Um, But there is just something so, so beautiful about that group of people coming together and saying, we don't know what's out there and we don't have a lot of choices right now, but we know what happened here mattered. And so we're going to like, we're just going to risk it all. And as a viewer, you know, we don't, you know, the mystery of is, is Junko telling the truth is, are they all dead? Are the survivors alive, but the, you know, everyone else is dead. Do they find a way to bring back everybody? So I don't know. There's just something so nice in that, that mystery of that ending for me, for the, for that arc that I, I just, I don't know. And I like that there's a third game. And I can't say a whole lot more than that. But you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I feel about it. And I, I, yeah. I went on my computer to look up this quote that I think I read at our finale episode. But it's it's from um, brainpickings.org by Stanley Kubrick. And it's basically just like the very meaninglessness of life forces man to create his own meaning. Like, and that's just the that beginning quote. of that whole thing. And it's like, they made their own meaning. Anyway, yeah, that's my long answer. So no, I don't agree. I think that, I think the anime added too much. I didn't think we needed it to be all finished in a nice little bow. So our next question is from Chris. And the question is, could Rain Code potentially get a season <laughs> when it comes out? We'll have to what? let you know when it comes out. Rain Code. It's like another game by Spike Chunsoft, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're coming um, out with. And I'm pretty sure oh. Kadaka's involved. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen a poster for that game. I don't know anything about what it's about, though. Isn't it like... It's very different from Rumpa, right? Honestly, I don't know enough it, to answer. Yeah, I think... I mean, I guess... Yeah, I think the answer to that question is just, we don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll get back to you on that. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. We'll keep you posted. All right. Our next question is from Silent. And the question is, if you were put in charge of the next Danganronpa game, what setting would it take place in? Are we saying this is after the Danganronpa 3 anime? Or are we saying this is after the last game? I'm just going to do after the DR3 anime. Well, I guess I have an easy easy answer. Uh, I don't know if... Yeah, it might be a little bit of a cop-out, but um, I would put it at the new school that 
Kiyosuke was trying to open, you know, with uh, Juzo and Chisa. And I know that those plans kind of got all mixed up during this anime, but I feel like that could almost add to the plot, you know, to have a school that like maybe shouldn't have been opened and then like was like it kind of would bring back vibes of the first game um, while also being at a school, which is obviously a huge you know, some school aspect is usually involved in a Dong and Ropa game, but it would be a potentially new environment, a new school environment. So, and I also, wait, let me just add on top of that real quick. I think doing that, because I'm pretty sure, and correct me if I'm wrong, that school was supposed to be opened in like the West. I think right. that would open the doors to a lot of opportunities for representation. That's Which would true. be really nice. Yeah, that's a good point. I would put them on a cruise ship. Mm. <laughs> But not like, not like a tropical cruise ship. I mean, they've we've already seen tropical. I would have it be like they're like sailing the Norwegian fjords, or something. Okay, I love you. That's amazing, <laughs> right? It, it's like yeah, that's it's like a bunch of rich old people. <laughs> Do you think they would say like fjord dead? Oh, maybe be like fjord like 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 Norwegian Monokuma would be like making puns like. This yeah exactly definitely i think i would want something that took place in the past like like in the 20s or 50s or just a different time period and to see how with limited technology the game might be different wow that's cool i like that that's really cool because they have so much like all the cameras all the like pads like the little whatever things the, They'd be the like running monopods. around with the autopsy and like a paper copy, and then people would like right, and handing it. it out. Right, like that could be a whole plot point where it's like, who, who the hell dropped the autopsy down the fire chute? You fools! Like you know. <laughs> and I don't I know like where that. it would take place. It could just be a boarding school or you know an academy or whatever. But yeah, yeah, huh? That's really good. All right, our next question is from Crossfaith CK. The question is, what potential do you see in a live-action TV series adaptation, a.k.a. Nope, ALA. Also, uh, also a la, that, ALA. A la Squid Game. Oh, I'm like, also known as. <laughs> also known as. All right, what potential do you see in a live-action TV series adaptation, a la Squid Game? And do you think that mainstream success could be possible? Do I have feelings about I this? I have so many thoughts. Do you want to go yeah. first? You can go first. I fear and I look forward to at the same time the day when I see Netflix announce Dung and Rumpa is coming out um, oh my God. <laughs> on their platform. I It will be so like unrealistically popular it will literally be so popular it, uh, and i think if they did it right or even if they did it wrong i think it would be even more popular than the death note live adaptation but it's just like our fan like the fans of this game we are crazy we would eat this <laughs> up no matter how good or bad it is like we would eat this show up so yeah we're like I starving animals is... i know yeah. any any dollop of content we're like, <laughs> we're like do i think that kadaka would make this no but do i think it would be absurdly successful yes i have to agree with that how so it's interesting because when i was at the airport last weekend i picked up a magazine that was the history of anime and manga it was like a special edition of like Time or, so, or, or some other like big magazine. And I I, I like bought it because I was like, this is so cool, you know, and I already knew a lot of the stuff in it. I think it's more for someone who like doesn't isn't familiar with it. But they did talk about the pipeline of a lot of popular animes. And usually it's the manga comes first, then it has an anime adaptation, then it has a video game adaptation, then it has anime spinoffs. And then, and obviously this isn't completely accurate for Danganronpa, but, and then it, it becomes a live action movie if it's really popular. And they, they noted that they death noted that the yeah, only they. box office success of a live action anime adaptation was the Death Note movie, even though it was terrible. So, 
So I, I don't know. I think that it, I think it would be mainstreamly successful, but I just, oh, I don't know how I would feel about that because Death Note, the movie was so bad. And this yeah. game is so stylized, but I think that I would watch it and I'd love it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Anyway. hundred percent. Yeah. I think I am very much on the same page as you, Caroline, and, and Marin as well. I think that I would be very apprehensive about this getting translated into TV show or movie format because, like you said, it's stylized. It's got this special touch to it that we know as, like, Danganronpa. And I don't think that could be recreated in quite the same way in a movie or TV show. And I think so there's one of two ways it could go. Either they could try to recreate that and I think it would drastically fail. Um, And it would be like the Death Note situation where it ended up just like maybe it gets a lot of viewership, but it just like sucks. (laughs) Or they could go the route of taking the concept, but making it into very something very different, like, you know, taking the killing game concept of Danganronpa and having it be just stylistically different um which I think I still think that people would eat it up either way I think a lot of of people would watch it but I don't think trying to recreate Danganronpa in tv show format would go very well I think that yes like we are all content starved we would all watch it we'd all eat it up but I think we'd all hate it like at the same time we'd be so excited to watch it and then I just think it wouldn't live up to expectations but if it went the other route where they kind of took the killing game idea and then just did something a little different with it I think that it would still get like a good amount of viewership and it would also introduce potentially a very different demographic into the fan base you know like kind of more mainstream you know not not as much um people who are specifically like into anime but right you know people who have never watched anime before and that introduces a whole lot lots new kinds of people who might watch it but it wouldn't i don't know if it, that would like would it feel like Rampa? you know like Rampa to yeah. me is a game it's a video i feel game. like I feel like it also yeah. depends on the platform that would make it like, yeah. you know, Netflix versus Hulu versus HBO versus, uh, you know, XYZ. Like, I personally think this game would be most successful under Netflix. Yeah, I feel like Netflix would do a good job with it. Netflix, you can sponsor me whenever you'd like. Yeah. And also the other thing, the other thing to think about with this is like, they definitely have to like, either stay very close to the like the style like the blood is pink and and the characters kind of have like the anime outfits or like look like cosplay or they could go the complete route of making it like almost realistic you know what i mean yeah. that's what i was thinking yeah. and that would be weird too i don't know yeah. if Dong- dongaropa is campy and camp yeah. the only yeah. camp things that are done successfully are like rocky horror picture show <laughs> And like other things, but they have to lean into that style. It's like, for sure. I don't know. It's the same issue of like musicals coming to screen is often very challenging as well because of the same reason as I think anime yeah. to live action. So probably yeah. wouldn't be very good. Maybe they Anywho. could just really jump off the deep end and do a musical version. Oh my God. That would be amazing. I would watch that a thousand times. We're going to do the killing game. Yeah. Dun, dun, do, do some Jaskers. Jaskers. Yes. <laughs> Who did it? I think it was you. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, they made it a play, you know? I, yeah, well, I know. Right. That's the thing. <laughs> I love that they do that in Japan, that they make like stage adaptations of their popular animes. That's so funny to me. So awesome. That. There would totally be a, like oh. a real quiet, like sad, like who the blackened was song. Right. Like, ah. like kind of like spelling bee, how they have the goodbye song for when people get like, get like they mess up their spelling. It, but it yeah. would be like that. But with like the blackened. Oh, gosh. All right, yeah. friends. Are we ready for some Instagram? Uh, our first question from the Instagram is from base underscore destroyer underscore 97 and they asked character you wish died but didn't oh i know i was like we never wish murder on anyone kyoko said in this episode (laughs) what'd you say 
uh, I said Kyoko. I already said it in this episode. I but, agree. Um, I actually, when I saw that question earlier, I thought the exact same thing. I was like Kyoko because she should have. They should have just finished that arc. Honestly, What's I don't know. I don't wish death upon anyone. Masabati's answer is no one. There are no survivors that I'm like. I really wanted that character to die. You know, like there. <laughs> I don't. There's no survivors that I feel that way about. There are survivors that I really thought were going to die, like Kazuichi. Oh yeah, I thought I thought he was going to get die. murdered. I totally did not expect him to be a survivor. I thought he was going to get murdered, but yeah. I don't wish that he'd gotten murdered. Like yeah. he's not my favorite character, like, but that's actually a good question. Is like. I mean, I feel like that is probably my answer too, but we talk a lot about deaths that surprised us, but we don't really often talk about people who lived that surprised us. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. I really thought that Toko was going to die in the first game just because of the serial killer aspect. Yeah, same. Like that someone same. was going to take her out because they were nervous that she would snap. Yeah. And then like, I have a V3 thought, but I will save it later <laughs> okay um next for the if you know you know uh next <laughs> up we have a question from chiyk1h3 i don't really know um how to sp speak your name but that's their username on instagram and they asked least favorite character terror terror or hygie 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 yeah hygie's yeah. worse yeah i gotta say probably hygie easy done knocked it out <laughs> okay <laughs> definitely our next question is from emmy.quinlan and they said if you could be a character from the game who would you be Ooh. like i, mean, I like this wanna, don't we all oh. want to be biakia i mean rich <laughs> hot yes <laughs> i have no, one of um... those two things and it's not being hot i'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. ugly, but I have lots of I'm money. I'm ugly, but I'm rich. Okay. Um, I'm gay, but I'm straight. I'm hole. smart, but I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm gay, but I'm straight. Does it have to follow their same character arc? Because I was going to say Chiaki, but that just feels mm. like a cry for help. I would <laughs> say, like, maybe, like, for me, I'm probably going to pick somebody that I wish I was more like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say Sakura because one thing that I I wish that I was physically very strong. Mm. Like that I could beat people up if they were, if, if they deserved it, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 You know. I would like to say Kaito for me. And I Aww. don't want to go too in depth on that one because we are going to talk a lot more about our pal in the next season. I feel like Kaito has, he is a very patient person. And I feel like that level of patience is something to aspire to. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like think that, that that's so valid. There's a part of me that wishes I was a boogie because she just does not care at all what people think about her. I wish I had more of that. I care too much about what people think about me. <laughs> it's very that's bad. That's really valid. Honestly. She's so good. Oh, what an icon. She's great. I kind of wish that I could be more like Mahiro because she is honestly like a queen. She's such a good leader and like she really is like caring and like looking out for the people around her, but she's also like not afraid to call people out on their BS, like and hold people accountable. And like she's assertive at the same time as she is like very caring and I respect that a lot and I think those are two attributes that are difficult to balance but I really um, yeah. aspire to be like that yeah very nice oh you're so cute wow all right this question wow. excuse me <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I didn't even do anything I didn't even do anything <laughs> All right. Our next question is from Pagey Lou underscore Clements. And they asked, what advice do you have for someone who would like to create their own podcast? Oh, I like this question. Yeah. I like this question a lot. My, um, the biggest thing I would say, the thing that jumped into my mind right away is, uh, if you can, don't do it alone. 
because um, <laughs> it's so much yeah. more fun. Well, it's I mean, it's more fun when you get to like you know be content creating with a friend, but it also is like really nice to have like people to bounce ideas off of, people to support you, people to um, kind of divvy up the work when it's needed, um, just that kind of thing. I think that solo endeavor podcasts are always going to be more challenging and potentially less rewarding than a team effort that's my my two cents <laughs> yeah I would say find something you're passionate about and make sure you always remember that passion when you're creating if it becomes like a job I think you'll it's a lot harder to want to put the work into something that you're no longer passionate about you know what I mean like you if you find something that you love, make sure that you remember that love throughout the creation of your podcast. Otherwise, it'll become more like a chore. And I think one of the reasons that we've been going on so long is because not only do all three of us love this game series, but we, I feel like, have been surrounded by our patrons and our listeners who also have just poured their love into this game and the podcast and the series. And that has kind of kept the the motion going. So just surround yourself with people who also love what you're doing. I guess that kind of is similar to what Maddie said too. Um, right. Yeah. But yeah, so ditto. I second that. Okay. So I my first two pieces of advice were already what they said. So my third piece of advice <laughs> is going to be a little less the, the, you have to have these two pillars. This third pillar, you don't need to have. But I will say it does help to do your podcast on a topic that is specific and that doesn't have a lot of other content about it out there. So that way, if you're making a podcast about, let's say, Grace and Frankie, the Netflix show, there aren't a lot of podcasts out there about Grace and Frankie specifically. So you're going to attract all of the people who are searching for a Grace and Frankie podcast immediately, right? And so that's more of a, this is the business mind in me because I do have that, like that will help you get a start. But there are drawbacks from doing something like that, which are your audience is limited. You kind of have to look at like our potential listenership is everyone who's played Danganronpa. Okay. But how many people have played Danganronpa and are willing to listen to two hours of a podcast about it? That number is scaled back considerably. So if you're looking to like go further, you know, maybe start on a niche topic and then expand or something like that, which is things we're talking about actually sort of as well. So it's, um, yeah, that would be, I guess, my third pillar. But the first two matter way more than that. So definitely passion is so important. Like you want to like what you do. And you want to be willing to hop on the Zoom and, and you know, like I've recorded episodes while sick off my butt and I still have had a good time. This one is short. Favorite character overall? Gundam Tanaka. Ever? Yeah, of, oh, all the of, of all the show, of all the series, favorite character I like overall. that I panicked and Maddie had her answer. Gundam That's Tanaka, hands true. down, 100%. Oh, it always has been. <laughs> Let me look up the list again real quick. My favorite character overall is Byakuya Togami. I just have to go with my gut. I love him. Wait, what? I tried to pull up the list and it took me to Pokemon Go rarest Pokemon. <laughs> 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 well, which one's your favorite, Marin? Um, good question. Good question. I love it. Bulbasaur? Oh, Jin Kirigiri. Um, oh, family man. King and legend Jin. Okay, my favorite character is Chiaki. Yeah, I, I thought you were gonna say that's that. my gut. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like on a different day, it might be different, but Biakia is like exactly. Always, it always comes back to Biakia. Yeah. All yeah. right. And our last question is from Ultimate Cryptid, and they asked, "What in parentheses ultra hopes do you have for the future of Danganronpa?" That's so good. Oh wow! I have I love my a good pun. I, I love it. I have my answer. And my hope for Danganronpa is whether or not we get a new game, whether or not we get new content. I just hope that the fandom space keeps creating and keeps making fan games that folks can enjoy because that has been just the highlight of being a fan of this game. It's just seeing the creativity of projects that I just like, oh, I cannot wait to like play and experience. So that's my answer. Gut reaction again, part two. I think my ultra hope for this game <laughs> is that 
it continues to reach new people um, because I know that games kind of have a little kind of bursts of attention over time, you know, like who's discovering the game and getting to play it and sharing it with their friends and whatnot. Um, I guess I feel like this game has a lot of valuable lessons and it is a darker game than a, than a lot of other games. And so um, I guess maybe my hope would be that people are able to discover it in maybe an older age group. So, and when I say older, I literally mean like even like twenties and beyond um, because yeah. they, I feel like, you know, they're, they're probably a lot of people in that age group who haven't experienced the games yet and haven't been able to, uh, I, I was going to say have their lives changed by this game. I don't know if that sounds dramatic. Um, no, but I mean, most... I, people have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have for sure. We all have. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, the most dramatic season finale of Danganronpa ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if I'd want there to be another killing game. I think that I, I think that it, it would probably be best if there wasn't because I'm that kind of person who always gets like frustrated when a TV show runs for too long or goes on for too many seasons and it ends up not being the same as it used to be it's just not as good anymore um that frustrates me to no end like I feel like that's happened with um like criminal minds the walking dead um that kind of thing supernatural when I was into supernatural years and years and years ago and it just my interest in it fizzled out because it was just like wow they're still going like there's nothing original in it anymore so I don't know if I'd I don't think I'd want another killing game, but I honestly think it would be really cool to see another like spinoff, maybe like ultra despair girls style, but something different, like a spinoff about, I don't know, something else. But yeah, I, I will echo what both of you guys said. I hope that even if it doesn't continue, even if this is pretty much the end of like new Rampa games, like people can create fan games, people can translate the game to other languages so that more people can play it across the globe like there's a lot of cool stuff um that can go you know the fandom can live on and um we can see what other really cool things kodaka has in store for us thank you all for coming to listen to this episode today we had such a good time reminiscing about ultra dead spare girls and dying Rumba three it is absolutely insane to think that we started this season how many months ago? <laughs> and here we maybe? are. Like a year and a half are. ago. Yeah. Dude, it what? sure feels Nuts. like that. Yeah. Um, but hey, we're here. We're vibing. Um, we are ready to start V3. We hope that you will tune in to that episode. That episode is going to come out the first week of uh, December. I think it's December 5th. But yeah, we are excited to jump into that. And we can't thank you enough for your constant listenership and support and for just being you um but yeah without further ado uh i'm maddie just kidding that's the I'm beginning Aaron. and i'm caroline and we'll see you next time <laughs> yeah bye, bye. bye everyone <laughs>